Hello guys, so if you missed the chaotic weekend that was the Monaco Grand Prix, do not fear as I will break down the entire weekend for you. So we'll start with the practices and then we'll go to quali and then we will finish with what happened during the race. So in FP1, Hulkenberg clipped his tyre which caused a red flag so they could clean all the debris off the track. Thankfully when all of this was cleared up, the red flag did end and the session was resumed as normal. But when Alex Albon hit his rear tyre in the barrier and caused more debris on the track in his car to not work, the red flag was once again waved as they needed to get the car off track and clean the debris and the session was not resumed after this. Now, moving on to FP2, we saw another red flag with the Ferrari of Carlos Sainz who smashed into a barrier. Thankfully, once all of this was cleared up and the car was taken off track, the session was able to resume. In FP3, Kevin Magnussen ran off the track and managed to reverse back onto track, but his car started losing power and he was instructed with quite stern voice to stop the car. As it was not a crash, no debris were on the track and the marshals were able to just push the car off the track and all that was needed was a virtual safety car and once that car was clear of the track, they were able to resume as normal. Not long after the virtual safety car was stopped, Lewis Hamilton crashed into a barrier causing a red flag that ultimately ended the session. This car was kind of lodged into the barrier and could not be removed by people pushing it off the track, so a crane had to come and lift it, and it was quite nerve-wracking as the car was flapping back and forth in the wind, high in the air, and everyone could see the Mercedes underfloor. Now, that's four red flags, two of which ending the sessions. Qualifying was pretty intense and it was really enjoyable overall. We had some possible polls from Ocon, Alonso and Verstappen which were shocking but really exciting. But in the end, Max took pole with Alonso close in second. But wind it back and we'll talk through Q1 first. Sergio Perez had a pretty big crash which caused a red flag. This wasn't great, especially for Red Bull, who also had to get their car lifted by a crane and everyone got to see the underfloor of the red. Hamilton did have some car problems he was complaining about and I was so scared watching Sainz, Piastri and Hamilton all fall into the elimination zone multiple times. It ended with Sergio getting eliminated in 20th, sending him to the back of the grid. And then in order from slowest to fastest, we then had Joe, Nico, Kevin and then Logan. So now we have the bottom five out, let's move to Q2. Q2 was a little less interesting, but still all good. Hamilton seemed to have quite a few problems with the car, but everything did end up okay. We did have a bit of a problem with Stroll completely missing the weight scale and going straight to the garage. The next five to go in order from slowest to fastest was Valtteri, Lance, Alex, Nick, and then Oscar. So now we have the top 10 fighting for final positions. It was nerve wracking and with surprising provisional polls, out of the way, we can get to the actual final grid order. But in order to understand why Charles Leclerc won't be, won't be high up is because he slowed down in the tunnel, impeding on Lando Norris's lap time, which is pretty dangerous, and it did end up with him receiving a three-place penalty, sending him from third down to sixth. So now let's go through the entire starting grid from fastest to slowest. In pole position, we had Max, followed closely by Fernando Alonso locking out the front grid. Then we had Esteban Ocon in third, with Carlos Sainz in fourth, and then Lewis Hamilton. We then had Charles Leclerc in sixth, with Pierre Gasly right behind him. Then George Russell down in eighth, with Yuki Tsunoda behind him, and then Lando and Oscar being tenth and eleventh. Nick 
DeVries was in 12th, with Alex Albon in 13th, with Lance Stroll in 14th. Valtteri Bottas took 15th, with Logan Sargent taking 16th, then Kevin Magnussen, Nico Hulkenberg, Joe Guanyu, and then Sergio Perez in last. So now you know the starting grid, let's move on to the actual race. So we started with a possible incorrect start from George Russell, but nothing ever came of it. We then saw in lap 1 contact between Nico, Sargent and Lance, and the replay explained to us that Lance tried to go for a gap that was not there and he ended up hitting the wall, and then with Nico taking some evasive action, he ran into the back of Logan's car. This was noted and Nico ended up receiving a 5 second time penalty. Lance did say he had a damage and puncture, and then we saw Sergio, Joe, and Hulkenberg all pit lap two. Carlos was told to push his tires, and then he went for what seemed like he was trying to go for a gap that didn't exist, and then he ended up damaging his front wing as he hit Ocon and went through the chicane instead of around it. This did cause a bit of his front wing to fall off, causing a yellow flag, but then Carlos stayed out, not changing his front wing. FIA did note a collision from Carlos and Esteban, but all that came of it was a black and white flag for Carlos. Kevin Magnussen managed to overtake Logan, which seemed to be a chain as then Logan proceeded to get overtaken by quite a few more cars. Ferrari and Carlos went through this back and forth many times, with them telling him to box and then changing their mind telling him to stay out. It was very confusing and Carlos did end up getting quite mad at his engineers, which I do understand. There was talk of rain, which caused a lot of people to hold back on changing tyres, but the rain took ages to get there and Lewis did decide to pit and change into more slicks. And Lewis did decide to change tyres into some more dry compounds. Lance and Sergio got into a little bit of a scrap and Sergio claimed that Lance pushed him off, but it really didn't seem that way. Oh, and then Checo touched Kevin's back, causing damage and Lance ran over a bit of the debris. Lap 36, Sergio did have to go in for a change, go in for a front wing change, and then the FIA did no further investigation towards that collision because the place was given back, despite the fact the place was only given back because he had to pit for damage, but either way the place was given back, so. Carlos was yelling at his team, calling someone weak. I did later find out, thanks to someone in my comment section on TikTok, saying that he was calling Hamilton weak because they were telling him to focus on Hamilton. So Lance Stroll tried to go for a gap and he ended up touching tires with Kevin Magnussen and then Lance said he had damage but I'm really not surprised he really put that Aston Martin through the ringer for the entire first time, for the entire first portion of Monaco. He was getting in so many collisions. Lap 55 there was some rain and a lot of people went to go get inters. Verstappen yelled saying he needed inters and there was actually some really good strategy happening with Red Bull where they were basically telling him the best possible outcome is for him to wait until the rain and stay on those mediums but they said we understand if you can't stay on them and if you can't you have to make the call that you want to box and I think that was really great because they let Max know that they were they would box him if they wanted if he wanted off those medium tires but for the optimal strategy he should wait for the rain which he ended up managing to pull off staying on those mediums for so long and it really did work out in his favor where he could do the pit stop while it was raining. While everyone else changed on inters, the Ferraris were both still out on their mediums and they ended up having to double stack for inters, but despite the fact they were so close, they did manage to pull it off pretty smoothly. Max ended up clipping the barrier, but there was no damage, so everything was okay. Carlos Sainz did slide sideways into a barrier, but seemingly there was no damage. Lance banged the side of his car and his front wing went off the very front of it, and um, at this point I was like, Lance, you're just trying to make Monaco interesting for us, aren't you? 
There was a turn five incident involving George and Sergio with an unsafe rejoin, which eventually did end up in George getting a five second time penalty. Kevin went into a barrier as he was still on hard and he managed to continue and get into the pit stop. When they were changing him onto wets, they had to run and get a front wing to change it. Logan also crashed into a barrier, but he was able to reverse and continue. Lap 59, Sergio and Kevin were both out on wets and Kevin ran off track and tried to reverse back on track. And Aston Martin also ran off and I think this was Lance Stroll and I think this is when he eventually did DNF because he did not finish the race. Perez made some contact with the barrier, but everything seemed to be okay. Nico was noted for not serving his original 5 second time penalty correctly, which gave him a 10 second penalty. Yuki was told he was losing pace in certain areas and when they explained to him that it was in braking, he yelled telling them how much the brakes sucked. And when they explained what to do and told him he could do it, he yelled are you trying to get me to crash. There was a black and white flag for Pierre crossing track limits but it was okay, no penalty. There was double McLaren points which I was so happy about. And Yuki Sonoda ran off the track, but he managed to get back on and he was very mad, yelling about how much the brakes sucked. Max clipped the rear a bit and he asked if there was any damage. Everything seemed to be all okay. Lap 76, Kevin pitted and he stepped out of the car. And then Tom Holland waved the checkered flag. So if you're a fellow Tom Holland fan, that'll be exciting for you. So the race was over and the official podium ended up being Max, Fernando, and then Esteban. The driver of the day was Esteban Ocon, which I voted for him <laughs> and then Lewis Hamilton also got the fastest lap. So I'll just go through the top 10 because those are the people who obviously will get points. So Max won with Fernando in second and then Esteban and then we saw Lewis Hamilton in fourth but don't forget he got an extra point because of the fastest lap and then George was on fifth despite his five second time penalty he still managed to keep so much pace in front of Charles Leclerc that that did not affect him. Charles Leclerc was in sixth with Pierre Gasly in 7th and Carlos Sainz all the way back in 8th and then we saw Lando Norris in 9th with Oscar Piastri in 10th. So the next Grand Prix we have on the calendar is the Spanish Grand Prix which is obviously very exciting as it is the home race to Carlos Sainz and Fernando Alonso so let's go up through a little bit about the track so that you have everything you need to know going into the next weekend. So the track does have 14 corners and two DRS zones and the total race distance is 307.236 kilometers. The circuit length is 4.657 kilometers and we have a total of 66 laps. Last year we saw a Red Bull 1-2 as the finish which is very plausible for this year as well and then we saw George Russell in third finishing off the podium. We saw Carlos Sainz get fourth in his home race with Fernando Alonso also his home race getting ninth. For the starting grid, we saw Charles Leclerc on pole with Max Verstappen in second and then Carlos Sainz in third with Fernando Alonso all the way in 20th because he had to use an additional power unit element. While these races are absolutely terrible times for me, what's even going to be worse is the race after Spain, the Canadian Grand Prix. The race is at 4am, but I'll, I'll work. I'll focus on that when we get there. Monaco was very exciting and I'm very excited to get onto the next race weekend. So thank you guys so, so much for watching Inside the Paddock. Bye.